yo yo what is going on everyone welcome back to another episode of becoming me the podcast the good the bad and the downright raw i am your host casey davis and i'm so excited to bring you another week of content so if you did not know becoming me the podcast the good the bad and the downright raw is being brought to you by my production company black mind productions um so if you don't already follow that page just go ahead and go on to instagram and type in at black mind productions and hit that follow button and check out some of the things i have on my posts and my reel and just stay on the lookout for a lot of things that you will see in my story from things that I do in film school, just from upcoming projects and episodes and just all of the great things. Um, you can also go on Facebook if you have Facebook <laughs> and search um, Black Wine Productions as well. And you will see that page pop up. So you can go ahead and hit that like a button on that page. That'll help me out a lot and also stay in the loop with things on Facebook. Um, so yeah, so we're back with another episode of the podcast. And for those of you all who are listening for the first time, Becoming Me the Podcast is my personal podcast where I tell um, personal stories from my experiences with certain things in life when it comes to um, my spiritual journey, my physical journey, my emotional journey, my mental journey, and just things that I have gone through in my life to make me who I am today and who are honing me into the person that I am becoming. Um, so if you haven't listened to any of the episodes before, go ahead and just pause this episode and go back and listen to the introduction episode, as well as listening to episode two on childhood struggles, which came out two weeks ago, where I talked about the things that I went through um, as far as like being poor and being bullied and not feeling worthy and not having many friends and how those things have kind of, um, developed me into who I am currently in this moment and how I'm currently working through a lot of that trauma, um, spiritually and just with finding new friends and finding myself and finding my voice. So go ahead and take a listen back to episode one um and episode two before you listen to episode three so on this um episode we're gonna talk about me having to feel like i always have to be corrected and me uh in a in a way finding my voice so this one is going to be titled let me correct you and on this episode i'm going to talk about Um, Me feeling like I always have to explain myself to people, being made to feel like I have to shut up and bite my tongue all the time, (laughs) and me not feeling comfortable with voicing my own opinions and feelings on a lot of things that happen, whether it's something that someone said to me or something someone did to me or me being in a certain position of leadership where I have that position to pretty much keep that respect level stagnant, 
but someone else comes in and wiggles in and makes me feel like I'm not supposed to say something because I'm acting out of emotion as opposed to professionality. Um, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, um, growing up, if you've listened to episode two, there were a lot of times where, um, I did not speak up for myself. I was severely bullied growing up, um, especially emotionally, physically, there was something happening too, but it was all emotionally which made it affect me mentally um where it was like the name calling the people would just say whatever they wanted to say to me um it was literally just people just being super super mean to me and I was always afraid to speak up for myself until I reached a certain age and though I was taught to speak up for yourself and if someone puts their hands on you, you put their your hands back on them and just the, the overall aspects of self-defense. And there were things that I did in my life that taught me self-defense. Um, I took up karate. My dad taught me a little bit about boxing. So it wasn't that I didn't know how to fight. It's just that I wouldn't or I just felt like I couldn't because though I had permission, I was known for being a good student, I was known for being a nice person, and I was also known that I couldn't get in trouble in school. And since everybody knew me, especially the adults, and they knew my parents and everyone was really good friends with them, it was just like, okay, Casey, don't make it seem like you're trying to show out. And so with those experiences and that trauma that I had in my life, I grew up not always feeling the need to speak up for myself and that goes into the first point with me feeling like i always had to explain myself to people when i wanted to defend myself or i was in a point where that had to have happened and when i mean explaining myself it was always if i felt like it was something that was coming up that I wanted to do or something that I did or action that I took when it came to me defending myself it was always someone making it seem like I was like doing the most and that itself was very traumatic for me because it was like Casey you're known for being this super nice person why is it that you felt the need to go off or you shouldn't have went off or you should have figured out a different way to handle that but it's like somebody said something to me that hurt my feelings so it's like why is it that they get to say what they want to me and I can't defend myself and everyone's response was because you're always the bigger person so why would you even stoop to their level and it's like yeah that's understanding but at the same time it's like as I'm getting older, we all know right from wrong. And it's like, I dealt, I've dealt with a lot of people and I currently have people in my life who are very vocal about the way that they feel in certain situations, actually a lot of situations. And so I have a lot of people in my life who are like, my name is this, I'm this way because nobody's going to do or say anything to me 
because this is who I am. And if they think they're going to do that, I have something for them, whether it's me physically putting my hands on them, whether it's me checking them, whether it's me just going all off and getting all up in their face, nobody's going to say anything to me whenever, wherever, however, because of what. So when I developed that mentality a little bit, and it was me doing those things like, well, I'm trying to find my voice. I'm trying to find my confidence. You're not going to talk to me that way because of this, that, and the other. It's like, oh my God, Casey, like, why did you do that? That was unnecessary. Like, how was it unnecessary for me when it's totally necessary for you? Because it was one of those things with me where it was like, you a good one because I would have done this. Why is it that phrase like, you a good one because... It shouldn't be that. It's like, if I choose to say something, there shouldn't be any backlash from you because if it has nothing to do with you and I'm not talking to you, why are you even feeling the need to comment on when, what I should or shouldn't have said? And if it's me defending myself, why are you trying to tell me when and how to talk? I'm, I'm not a pet that comes and goes when you call it. And so I understand like the aspect of accountability, but it's one of those things where like, I want my friends to hold me accountable. Like if it's a situation where it's like, Casey, you could have low key held off. Like every action doesn't need a reaction, which that's a very true statement. And I, I stand with that. And I stand with also with the, with the saying of, you have to pick and choose your battles. Like if somebody just look at you funny or say something stupid and you don't really know that person, it's like, okay, you could blow that off. But if it's somebody who's constantly making you feel like you have to defend yourself because they always saying something slick, it's like, what's your problem? But as soon as I'm the person, it's like, what's your problem? It's like, Casey, you could have let that go because they negative anyway. But it's like, no, cause you're not about to keep being rude to me. Like I'm, I'm really confused as to why, when it's down to you and that person doing it to you, it's like, you not finna do this because, but when it's me, it's like, oh, Casey, you could have held off. Like you didn't need to do that. Why not though? And that brings me to my second point of being made to feel like I have to shut up or people shutting me up, quote unquote. I had a lot of times where I was in positions of um, leadership where I was a mentor or I held a certain position in an organization or whatever. And there was always someone or one particular person or maybe two people who had a mentality that they would say whatever because that's just how they were, um, allegedly. And it was certain situations where they would say certain things and in the midst of me saying something or if somebody can see my mouth fixing to say something they'll put their hand up or they'll be like no casey i got it don't say anything because you're acting more so on emotion than you're acting on what's going on in the moment like the like the the present it's like first of all i don't need you to muzzle me one two i can say what i want to say 
and but then if it was times where I would go ahead and say something it's like you could have let me handle that because of because I know how you operate but you don't really know how I operate you don't know what I'm thinking in that moment but it's like you would rather mute me and let this person say whatever as opposed to me defending myself in the position that I have because you think that I'm acting reacting out of emotion and then when I would say something to that person about how they made me feel it's like well I just figured it was best for me to deal with that situation because I know how to handle it better but you don't because you're not they're not talking to you they're talking to me and it's like you think I'm acting out of emotion but that's not really it it's just me defending myself because who do you think you talking to for one and people are just like well I just felt it was it was necessary because I know that you're working on yourself and I'm trying to help you but I don't need you to speak for me I'm a grown-ass woman point blank period I don't need you defending me I don't need you speaking for me unless I'm asking you to do that or if I'm looking at you for guidance and I had a lot of those encounters and situations where people are just like well maybe you should do this and bring this person in and maybe you should have someone there mediating it because you know how you can get sometimes like what does that mean like I barely get the chance to speak up for myself so then when I do y'all think I'm acting out of reacting out of emotion and it's like no it's me just saying like laying setting that boundary pretty much like first of all we can figure this out an easier way but let's be clear Let's be crystal clear. Don't think that you're going to talk to me any kind of way, especially as an adult. And that's happened a lot within the last, um, I'll say like maybe six years of my life, especially when I was in undergrad and I was a part of different like organizations and different projects for classes where People in those groups and in those settings would always find a need to like look at me funny or say something slick in a group chat or something. And then as soon as I'm about to push send, which I would still push it sometime or most of the time anyway, because it was like, I don't care. You're not about to tell me what I can and can't do. It was just one of those things where it was just like, if I did send it like before I would send it. I would get a text or a message like or somebody would look at me in right in my face if we're in person and they'll just look and kind of shake their head it's like why are you shaking your head because if that was you in the situation you would say what you want to say whether you said it nice or not but then if even if i would say it in person or in a group chat or whatever i would always get a message after or when they see me in person it's like so about that message that you said in response what about it I just felt like it came off a little aggressive and like abrasive and assertive so what does that have to do with you I wasn't talking to you I was talking to whoever initiated the situation and the hostility because they came in with an agenda to be rude so I felt as a grown-ass woman that I'm going to say it back because who the hell do you think you are and then who do you think you are coming at me trying to check me about 
what I said. And then it's, it was the thing where it's like, I'm not checking you. I'm just tr trying to make sure that you kind of learn how to react in the moment instead of with emotion. But I don't, I don't need you to check behind me and I don't need a lesson from you and I don't need scolding from you as a grown woman. And I also don't need you to hold me accountable for what I said, especially if I didn't say anything in the wrong. And if I'm reacting in defense, why do you feel the need that you have to come behind me and check me? And then it's like, I just want to make sure you understand how to respond. I don't need a lesson in response. <laughs> like what the hell? I don't need that. And so with all of those things happening from childhood up until I'll say the last maybe two years of my life, that brings me to point three, where those things and that trauma was so triggering it made me feel like I couldn't be comfortable with voicing my opinions and voicing my feelings and defending myself because it's like, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. That's a saying that's really known, especially in the black community, but from people in the old school, like my grandma, my nanny used to say it all the time. My mom says it all the time. It's like, you're damned if you say something but then you're damned if you don't because it's like a 50 50 thing it's like if i say something to someone to defend myself it's you could have waited you could have been a per bigger person to not say something you could have chosen a different time to do that or you sound like a bitch or you sound like you just reacting out of anger and emotion that's the damned if I do. There's a problem with that. It's a 50-50 thing. The other 50% in the damned if I don't part is if I don't say something because I'm thinking before I speak, if I'm picking and choosing my battles, if I'm choosing not to engage and react in what you're saying to me, whether it's rude or just trying to be uh, make a joke or trying to be slick with your words then it's a dang you a good one because if it was me i would have done this of course you would have done that because it's always like that with you but with me when i choose to not engage and to not react it's a oof girl because me it would have been over. It would have been raps. It would have been this. It would have been that. It would have been whoop. It would have been whoop. It's like, okay, so how you mad at me because I say something, but then you also mad at me because I don't say something because then people's reaction to me not saying something, it's like with you not saying anything and speaking up for yourself or with you reacting in the way that you did, which should have been more you still haven't set that boundary to, to let people know that that's not acceptable for you. But it's like, okay, at that point, what's wrong with them? Because silence also hurts people. You can kill people with kindness. You don't have to say everything to someone in reaction when someone says something slick to you. Because you could, you could go off and set a boundary, but that doesn't mean people are going to follow it. 
And then you don't want to keep sounding like a broken record when you keep telling people the same thing, because now you're putting a lot of energy into a situation when they walking around here, like they don't give a damn. But then when you don't say anything to somebody and you ignore them and their tactics, you can also kill them and hurt them because it's like, Hmm, maybe they don't care about what I'm saying. So let me just stop. But then that's also not going to stop them either. So it's like, you could say something and set those boundaries and people are still not going to follow them because they're just ignorant or you could ignore them and still set a boundary with silence, but they're still going to break it because it's like, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. So I'm pretty much saying like, I lived a life and currently still live a life with certain individuals where it's like boundaries, like they're allowed to say whatever they want to say and set a boundary and they're going to drill it in your head until you get it. And if you don't and you keep breaking it, I'm either going to smack you in your mouth or I'm going to keep going off on you and it's going to keep escalating to the point where it's going to get physical and nobody can say anything to them because I'm who I am and that's just, that's it. So on, so forth, so be it. But then when it's Casey Davis saying something, it's like, oh girl, let me tell you why you shouldn't have did that. Let me tell you how it was just that was just unnecessary uh uh so i'm here to say right here right now which i've been voicing a lot more lately as i've been beginning to find myself my true self and dig into my soul and my core i've asked god to guide me into doing things a lot differently because what I didn't mention earlier on in this episode was that back then, once I stopped kind of tolerating bullying or started to begin that chapter, I began to react a lot out of emotion, which I had that, that trait really, really bad because it was just like, you're, you hurt my feelings. Now I'm finna keep telling you why I'm finna drill it in your head. And I used to be a little bit of a firecracker. But then over time, once I began, once I was in college and I began to, 2016, I, be, I said, I'm going to begin my spiritual journey. I know that there's going to be a lot of ups and downs in this process. But once people knew that I was honing in on my spirituality and I was allowing God to work in me and through me because of a lot of things that happened in my past, and the angry Casey at that time, that's when people felt like, oh, well, she's trying to get better. So she's going to be too nice to say something. And I get that there were people in my life that were trying to help me stay on that path because they're like, you've been working so hard to get to this point. Don't backtrack. It's like, yeah, but at the, but also you not finna just think you're going to do whatever to me and say whatever to me, because though I'm at the spiritual level. I'm still a human being and I have feelings and I have emotions and I am who I am. And at the end of the day, who are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't really, I, I'm hoping this is understandable. Like, I don't know. But, um, over the past, I'll say maybe 
two years, maybe a little bit longer, but I'm gonna give it like a solid two years, two, three years. I'll give it like a good two and a half. I don't know, give it a solid two. I'm just doing the most right now. Um, I've become very, I'm becoming me. I'm becoming of myself and I'm allowing God to work through me to find myself. And that is definitely happening with my true and authentic confidence and finding my voice. Because at 26 years old, I do not need people to defend me unless I'm asking you to or unless like I don't want to say I don't need defending because if there's something that's happening in a moment where it's a big situation and you're my friend or like a really close family member depending on the situation I would like you to be there to defend me or just help speak up for me like hey don't talk to her like that like whatever I'm not saying I don't need people to speak for me, but in certain situations where I know why, where you know, and I know I can hold my own, especially if it's a situation that don't involve you, where it's something like somebody just saying something slick or trying to be funny, it's like, okay, I don't need you to defend me because I got it. And people are learning that. People, people, people are slowly learning that because there are people that I know that have a more um, nurturing and motherly type of presence to them where it's like, I'm going to feel, I feel like I have to defend you because I have children or I've be, I found my own voice, but it's like, okay, I get that. Thank you so much for thinking of me in that matter, but hold off because I got it because them hearing it from you, people tend to think like you're my spokesperson. So hold off. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, but I got this. So let me get, let me get on yo. Let me get on your ass at this point. Let me get on you because what you're not about to do is A, B, C, D. And I don't have to say it in the most disrespectful or the most aggressive way. God allows me to check somebody with grace. It's like, hmm, well, since you said that, let me say this. And I say it with a smile on my face if needed. But when it comes down to me saying it with aggression and with a little bit more bass in my voice, I'm going to do that too. So at the end of the day, I don't need people to speak up for me. I don't need people to mother me. I have a mom. <laughs> I have a mother. I don't need people to speak up for me. You're not my bodyguard. Unless it's certain situations where as a friend or as a family member, it's like, hold on. You ain't going to talk to my friend like that. or You ain't going to talk to my cousin like that or my niece like that or my daughter like that or whatever. But I don't need that either because I can hold my own. But what I also don't need and will not tolerate because I set that boundary is you're not about to come to me and try to ask me, check me, scold me, give me a lesson on how I should have responded to something. Now, if it's a situation to where I'm just going all off where it's like, ooh, Casey, you, you got to kind of bring it down. It's like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Accountability because people need that in their lives. But don't think that every single time something happens, especially if somebody is rude and disrespectful to me and I'm defending myself, don't walk up to me, don't text me, don't give me a phone call two days later asking me, hey, are you okay? 
okay, great, because let me tell you what I feel should have happened. I don't care. Ooh, that felt good to say. I don't care what you think. Because if I didn't ask you, I don't need you to tell me what you thought. And I don't know why you feel so comfortable to think that you're about to tell me how you feel. Unless, I don't know. I don't want to keep, I'm not going to keep making it like exemptions. I don't need you to defend me unless I'm asking you to defend me. I don't need you to mother me. I have a mother. I don't need you to text me, call me, give me a lesson, scold me, sit me down and tell me what you think I should have done because I don't need a lesson in self-defense. I am open to accountability to a certain extent because there's a difference between accountability and blatant judgment and just going off on somebody and saying you should have done this instead say i understand what you are saying and how you felt in the moment but is there a way that you think you could have reacted differently not to say that your reaction was wrong but as an outside person looking in, looking in, I know that you are trying to get here. And with the reaction that you had, I personally feel like something could have been a little bit different. That's how you hold someone accountable without making it feel like you're attacking them. Accountability and attack are two different things because if you're just pointing the finger like you did this, you should, you said this, you shouldn't have did this, you shouldn't have said that. It's like, you're not holding me accountable. You just telling me that you think I was wrong, but you're scolding me like a child, like you, 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 you. It's like, no, it's not no you, 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 you holding me accountable is saying, Hey, that situation was bizarre. It was crazy. It was OC, which means out of control. It was OC. And I, I get why you felt the need to defend yourself in that moment. But as your friend who loves you and sees the progress you are making, is there any way that you think you could have reacted differently? That's a whole lot different as to point fingers. And I'm not about to take point a uh, finger point no more. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I haven't been doing it for a while, but... It's like sometimes I tend to feel myself falling back in there because I try to say, well, it's nope, I'm not doing that well no more. I'm not giving anybody the benefit of the doubt. If I feel like you are disrespecting me, I'm going to speak up for myself. If I feel like you are treating me like a child, like you're trying to mother me, I'm going to tell you don't do that because I have a mom. I have a mother. I have a mama. I have a ma. I have a parent that is a woman <laughs> what who birthed me who carried me for nine months and birthed me and raised me and i don't need you to speak up before i could speak up for myself because why why are you what 
I'm going to allow you to speak up for yourself first before I jump in to try to defend you as your friend. But before I can even say anything, don't text me, call me, tell me, don't, don't respond. I got it. No, because they're not talking to you. So I got it. So I'm still, I'm at that point, I'm ignoring you and I'm still doing say what I want to because I'm going to do that. But overall, I'm a very nice person. If people know me, <laughs> I tend to not to try to stay away from drama wholeheartedly. Um, I've always been like that. Drama, a lot of times, especially like in middle school and high school, found me because people had issues with me, which is still weird, which we'll probably get into in later episodes. But yeah, overall, I'm just beginning to find, to really find my voice. And I am loving that God is allowing me to do that with grace. And I'm proud of myself for setting boundaries with people because boundaries are needed. And as a grown woman who is setting these boundaries, I feel very accomplished that I would not allow people to chastise and scold and mother me and little girl me if that's not necessary because it's not i would not allow people to continue to quote unquote shut me up because they feel like i'm too aggressive and assertive and abrasive and they can walk around with the mentality that they can do and say what they want because that's who they are and no one is going to change them and check them about it. I am going to continue to elevate with my confidence, with my spiritual growth and with my mental and emotional growth as far as feeling comfortable with voicing my opinions and my feelings and defending myself when I need to. Again, I don't need a mother. I don't need you checking behind me on what I said to someone in defense, especially if they started, which they nine times out of 10 started with me. And I don't need you to tell me when I can and can't defend myself or when I can and can't talk. I don't understand how that works. And I'm not accepting that anymore. And I, again, I haven't been accepting that for quite some time, but I'm knocking on 30. So it's like, what? And I'm glad that I'm becoming this way and God is guiding me through this elevation because I'm going to be a mother one day and I want to be able to tell my children what I went through and teach them how to have a voice for yourself and not be scared of judgment and to not take and tolerate people trying to muzzle you because that's not okay that's rude and that's disrespectful especially when you have people in your life who are the complete opposite and they have that mentality that they're gonna do and say whatever (laughs) But when it come down to you or me specifically, it's like you, I can do that, but you can't because you're so nice and you're so this like what that doesn't make any type of sense, but I'm going to leave that here. I'm going to leave that thought with you. 
um, on that story. And I'm going to leave you with this. It is okay to speak up for yourself. Never let anyone, family members, friends, teachers, pastors, strangers, never let anyone think that you are unworthy. Never let anyone feel like you have to constantly explain yourself to people about what it is that you do, where you go, how you act, and what you say. Especially in elements of self-defense. Be open to accountability, but only be open to accountability from those friends and family members who you know have your best interest at heart. Please understand the difference between accountability and attacking and learn and develop within yourself that when you feel that you are being attacked about defending yourself and you're being chastised and scolded, learn to speak up about that. Because there are a lot of people out here who are okay with making you feel like you're really, really small because they want to make you feel like you do not have the right as a person to express how you are feeling in that moment. Never let people make you feel like you are nothing. Don't let people get away with saying what they want. And when you are reacting with a response, react with grace when needed and react with a little bit more of assertiveness when needed. Do not be afraid to set boundaries. Please do not be afraid to set boundaries. Sometimes saying no is hard. Sometimes setting boundaries is hard. But that's what life is. Because as you get older, you do not want to have that regret. Because you feel like you don't have the same respect from certain individuals that they give to other individuals around you. Respect is earned. It's not given. You give someone respect and you lend respect, they should be respectful enough to give that back to you. People have to earn your respect. Don't put people's feelings and opinions above yours. You are an individual. You came into this world by yourself. You are going to leave this earth by yourself. And when judgment day comes and it's that time you want to leave your mark with people knowing that you were a strong individual and you did not let people's opinions dictate how you operate your life. And with that note, 
this is going to conclude <laughs> episode three of Becoming Me, the podcast. The good, the bad, and the downright raw. I'm getting so emotional and my stomach is currently growling really loud and I'm hoping that the mic is not picking that up. <laughs> I'm getting very emotional right now, so I'm going to wrap before I start crying because I'm just proud of everything that I just said and I'm not embarrassed or ashamed of anything in my past but I'm very proud of the woman I am becoming and I'm very proud of God and what he is doing within me so this concludes episode three be sure to come back in two weeks when I talk about the v-card and i'm not talking about virginity i'm talking about validation and on that episode <laughs> i'm going to talk about focusing on people's opinions and how that has impacted my life and using validation um from other people to make personal life decisions so i'm kind of going to expand a little bit more about this topic um on this episode but just hone in more on validation itself and what that means and how it played a part in my life and um how it has hindered me a lot in life so again um don't forget to follow me on instagram just search at black mind productions which is what this podcast is being brought to you by your CEO and founder of Black Mind Productions and host of this podcast, Casey Davis. Also go on Facebook and follow and like Black Mind Productions as well. I also do photography, which I have some great things coming up. The weather is getting a little bit warmer. For those who don't know, I live in Chicago and I am from the Midwest, born and raised in Detroit, lived in the Midwest my whole life. I currently moved to the Windy City to pursue a second master's degree. <laughs> so the weather is getting it's up and down it's the midwest but as the weather gets warmer there'll be a lot of um new photography and new shoots coming so go ahead and follow my photography page at underscore denise photography on instagram no facebook or anything else my stomach is growling so bad and i'm pretty sure the mic is picking that up but it's okay <laughs> and then also um be sure to follow this podcast on Spotify as well as anchor.fm. And I'm just going to leave it up to God to allow this uh, podcast to be brought on several other different platforms. And just keep up with me on my Instagram page and Facebook page of Black Mind Productions because there are also two other podcasts that are coming this year and a possible third one as well as new photography, new interviews, new projects from film school, and um, a big, huge announcement coming in June. So thank you all so much for coming back every other week and listening to me talk your ear off. <laughs> thank you for um, always being supportive. Again, please like, comment, share this content, support, a black woman who is trying to become a media mogul. And as always, I love you all so much. And again, I will see you in two weeks for episode four on the V card. Thank you all so much. 
I love you.